Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 54 of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where resilience in leadership is not simply a good idea, it's required. This is your host, J.R. Briggs. And if you're just joining us, welcome. I know we're getting new listeners with each week, and this podcast was developed for listeners like you, the leader who is busy and wondering how to navigate this uncertain world. Each episode we provide is short and sweet. It releases twice a week, under 12 minutes each episode. It's what one listener told me as describing the podcast as truth concentrate. I don't want to waste your time. As leaders, I know you're busy, so I strive to provide you with the most value per minute of any leadership podcast available. Get in, get out, and then spend some time reflecting on it after you've listened to it. You know, when I was in college, Canadian singer and songwriter Cheryl Crow came out with her critically acclaimed album, The Globe Sessions, in 1998. On that album was her hit song, You're My Favorite Mistake. So I want to spend some time talking about mistakes, or as Crow sang, let's talk about our favorite mistakes. I love the story of Johannes Haushofer. Searching for a job requires putting together a scintillating resume, or what is called in the academic world a CV. Of course, you list your accomplishments, your experience, education, awards, the recognition you've received in your field. You're trying to look great. If there's one thing that you never do on a CV or a resume, it's put a list of your failures. But Haushofer wrote his CV of failures a few years ago for his students. And in April 2016, he decided to post his CV of failures online in the hopes of helping to minimize the stigma of failure in our lives and our pursuits. And when he posted it, it went viral. I searched for it. I found it. I downloaded his CV of failures. In fact, I'm looking at it right now. Here are some of the categories. Degree programs I did not get into. Academic positions and fellowships I did not get. Awards and scholarships I did not receive. Paper rejections from academic journals. Research funding I did not get. But my favorite is the last one he writes. The subject heading is Meta Failures. And under it was one sentence, quote, this darn CV of failures has received way more attention than my entire body of academic work. <laughs> Haushofer is not some lowly professor at some no-name community college. He is an esteemed professor of psychology and public affairs at Princeton. If you want to know more about Johannes Haushofer. I'll put the article in the show notes if you want to read his CV of failures. It's fascinating. So let's talk a little bit about that fun four-letter F word, fail. Because how you define success will define you, and conversely, how you define failure will also define you. Before we go any further, even though I'm referring to Sheryl Crow's popular song, You're My Favorite Mistake, let's define and clarify some terms. Let's look at what are mistakes, regrets, failures, and sin. Mistakes, of course, just an error in action or judgment or opinion caused by poor reasoning or carelessness. It's where we say, oops, right? Regret is a sense of sorrow, a remorse that I have, usually after I've blatantly made an unwise decision, where we say, I feel badly about what I did. I need to work through this healthily so it doesn't haunt me or hold me back moving forward. Failure it's where we try something and it lacks success. 
It's where we say, well, that's not how we do it. And then sin is any deliberate or rebellious action, usually in a moral or religious context, of course, where we're doing something that's a transgression, where we might say, forgive me, I have caused great harm to you, to others, and to God. Now, it's important for us as leaders and as humans that we reflect upon and own our mistakes, that we ponder and process through our regrets, that we admit and learn from our failures, and fourth, we confess and repent of our sins. Well, let me tell you about one of my favorite mistakes. Well, it actually probably is much more of a failure, but I'll let you decide. You're familiar with TED Talks, right? We've all seen them. We've all watched them online. And you're probably familiar with TEDx Talks. These are locally organized TED events. Well, about eight years ago, I heard that there was a TEDx event that would be convening about 30 minutes away from where I live in the Philadelphia area, and they sent out, sent out a request for anyone who wanted to apply to be a speaker. I've always wanted to speak at a TEDx event, so I decided to inquire about it. Other friends of mine encouraged me to apply to be a speaker. And with great excitement, I filled out the application with my title, my credentials, the main points I would put in my talk, and why I felt my topic would be extremely important for leaders right now. To be honest, I felt fairly confident I would be picked. I felt I had a pretty good shot. And since I'd written extensively on the topic and I've lived it out too, I thought my chances were even better. About three weeks after I submitted my application packet, I received a letter in the mail from the organizers of the event. It was short and to the point. It said, Dear Mr. Briggs, we have read and reviewed your application. We are sorry to inform you that we've decided to pass on offering the you the opportunity to speak at the upcoming TEDx event. Consider applying next year. I was disappointed. I felt some shame. I felt some shock. I really believed I had a good shot and I was deeply disappointed. But then I had to laugh when I realized the irony of it all. The topic I had submitted to them to speak at the TEDx event, at the top of the speaker application under topic, I wrote, learning to respond healthily to failure. <laughs> well, maybe one day I can share that in some event down the road, but I certainly learned a lot more about the topic I wanted to speak on. But for now, I'm just going to put it on my CV of failures. Failure can be a beautiful gift, gift wrapped in an ugly package. I know it sounds crazy, but failure can be a blessing. Seriously, can we grow to see it as a blessing instead of a curse? The most resilient leaders I know, they do. Resilient leaders do hard things. Resilient leaders take risks and they bounce back, which means resilient leaders will need to realize that we will make mistakes and fail. And in order to bounce back, we must learn from them. I would go so far as to say, if you're not failing with some frequency, then you're not stepping out and taking enough risks right now. Way back in episode 24, uh, titled Resilient Leadership and the F-Word, I shared a quote by billionaire investor Ray Dalio, who wrote in his book, Principles, this. He said, create a culture in which it is okay to make mistakes and unacceptable not to learn from them. So as a leader, how can you create that kind of culture among the people you lead? How can you encourage learning in the midst of failure rather than punishing it when it occurs in the people you lead or even in your own life? 
you may want to go back and re-listen to episode 24 if you want a refresher on how failure can help us as resilient leaders. But I want to offer you a tool for you to use that can be helpful when you're about to take a risk, a risk that may end up failing. Now, this tool, it will not keep you from failing, but it may keep you from regret or making a mistake from which you cannot recover. The great business leadership consultant, Jim Collins, used a boating analogy. He said, there are some risks we take that if they fail, it would put a hole in the side of your boat, but the hole would be above the waterline. That is, your boat would take on some water, but it won't sink. You'll have some repairs to do when you get back to shore, but your boat will still stay afloat. But there are some risks that if it failed, it would create a hole in your boat that is below the waterline, which would ultimately sink your boat. And so, Jim Collins' simple question that we can ask ourselves when taking a risk is a great one. He said, ask yourself, is this risk I'm about to take an above-the-waterline decision or a below-the-waterline decision? I have used this so often in the last several years since I read about it. Try it as you consider taking risks and making decisions as a resilient leader. If I take this risk, if I make this decision and it doesn't work, is this above the, the waterline or below the waterline? If I fail in this, will this ultimately sink me or will I be able to recover? And so I'm curious, what are your favorite mistakes or failures? Here's my challenge for you. I want to encourage you to take a piece of paper out to, to do some reflection. Take out a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle of the paper. On the left side of the paper, I want you to write down your favorite mistakes. Those failures that were just gold. And on the right side of the paper, I want you to write out what you learned from those mistakes and those failures or what still needs to be learned from them. Because we've got to be willing to learn from our mistakes. Remember, create a culture in which it's okay to make mistakes and unacceptable not to learn from them. Resilient leaders remember that we reflect upon and own our mistakes. We ponder and process through our regrets. We admit and learn from our failures and we confess and repent of our sins. Well, thank you for joining me today. And thanks as always to Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. Joel does great work with videos and podcasts, including this one. And you can check him out at onalimproductions.com. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, learn from your mistakes. And when you do, write them down in your own CV of failures. <laughs>